this bonus episode, we welcome Rob Villanueva from Player Tribune and Burton Shala from Sports Lineage Digital to talk about this overtime elite league that's coming up in September. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm ready. I'm ready, Rob. All right. All right. All right. You sure? All right. Good. Yeah, man. You, got, you got the, the beer in full motion over here. Like uh, all right. So uh, you can, whenever you want to start, you tell me when, and I'll, I guess I'll start. No, we good. We like, we like in the movies, we rolling right now. So oh. let's go. All right. So I'll start with myself. My name is Rob Villanueva. Uh, I work at the Players Tribune. I have a background in uh, digital marketing and network engineering, and, and now I'm in sports marketing and, and uh, media. Um, uh, I work in the athlete marketing department, and uh, I've been in the game for about 15 years. My, my brother played in the NBA, Charlie Villanueva, and that's how I got into sports. Uh, but that's me. What about you, Burton? Um, I don't understand technology at all. Um, I've been in the sports game for 20 plus years. My first ever fucking job, you can believe it, was 1999. I was selling ad pages. This is when print was still relevant for Slam Magazine. I was selling yeah. $5,000 pages. Remember the the old urban brands like Aver, um, like Mecca and all those brands? I used to sell to them. Um, worked for the Knicks, worked for ESPN, worked for um, XL Sports, which is a uh, representation agency they represent now they represent multiple sports like ba basketball baseball and, yep. and football but when i worked there it was a small agency just basketball that's how i met rob we represented charlie b um now i do a lot of branded content around athletes i uh, i'm the head of sports partnerships for a company called lineage digital um we just finished vince carter's film uh, we do a lot of branded content that's really where the money is made for us um but yeah, I sell, I produce, it's all around sports. It's all around athletes. It's, it's all branding stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this topic because when Rob called me, um, I said, yeah, I'm in. Cause I think this is interesting because I started in 2006, I started a, a high school all American game called elite 24. It yeah. doesn't exist anymore, but in 2006, we created that game um where we were it was the first ever game that did not have a sneaker affiliation eventually it became an under armor game but it did not have a sneaker affiliation and we had like freshmen sophomore juniors in it like you know the mcdonald's game is all seniors yeah um but we saw a marketplace for some of the underclassmen to play in it because back then lance stevenson was as good as any senior in the country so um you know, I think this. I think what overtime's doing is very interesting. So, like, you know, Rob you know, by the way, Burn, you know, you said give a thirty-second intro. Yeah, it was a thirty-second <laughs> intro. You're going on three minutes right now, and the guy hasn't even introduced the topic. Come no, on, man. it's it's all good. I know, but he's got, he's probably got a really good editor. He's got a really good editor. He'll edit me out. Yes, I do <laughs> have a really good editor, like really, really good. Uh, yeah, he's right in front of you. <laughs> so I, I have a one-man right, show. Right. So basically, like what one thing, like uh, I, I know you guys like know about about what overtime elite is trying to, to go. Uh, full disclosure, uh, I'm a Canadian. Okay, so for me, this whole thing about sport media, it's I'm not like it's it's so foreign for me. Like like for for us, like sports, like 
and it's foreign and also i'm against olympics okay just just so you know i'm not a big fan of olympics i, I feel olympics is kind of a scam so i just don't like it i love olympic athletes i don't like the olympics model so that's one of the thing and so just full disclosure just just before we start yeah you can't just say that and like okay, you know, yeah. get into this, <laughs> okay. Like, give us a specific reason why you don't like the olympic model is it and then and that, how does it tie to this uh high school model uh, yeah okay know, with, so i don't like I don't like the Olympics model because I think uh, it makes it's supposed to be about like all kind of sports normally, okay. And but now because because of the media, everything's about the media in the Olympics. So we actually put too much emphasis on one or two sport, and we actually it takes away from like all the other sports. They they actually driving. They're trying to let's say you're an athlete, you're trying to do to go to the Olympics, and now. Like the NBA guys are taking all the of the stardoms, uh, everybody of the eyes and the media attention from from all the other sports that they only have those like five minutes in their life, and now they can't they can't even like be on the major stage, and they can't get paid. Okay, so it's kind of a, a weird amateur. Like the, it's kind of like are they pro or not pro? I, I don't like that feeling about like a company that make making so much rules, like so much rules and so much money and not paying the adult actually. And that's kind of where, yeah. where like the overtime like comparison is, but also like overtime is actually doing money on uh, high schoolers. And I'm not sure uh, that's the right way to go in sports actually to try to always make money yeah. uh, uh, on high schoolers. Uh -huh. I was gonna say, I mean, it's, it's, it, it all really depends on the intention. I mean, the, I mean, there's with the Olympics, there's obviously there's, there's scandals, there's controversy, and there's a lot of politics that go with it. Yeah. Um, and and anytime there's more money involved, there's going to be more red tape involved, and more and more of these type of scandals involved. Um, the Olympics is a whole other world, and it has its, its flaws. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of the Olympics, but I don't like the fact that you know these 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 um, athletes are pressured for four years and then this is that one moment they have, um, you know, to, um, to make a break themselves. And um, the competitive level is, is always amazing to watch, um, but there is a lot of pressure and, and there, there could be some things that they can do differently on their end to um, make, make the sport better for the, putting the athlete first. But that, with that said though, with what's happening with um, overtime elite, it's, it's a lot different because it plays on the, having the ability to profit from What's happening now with the name, image, and likeness, um, and with in exchange for their uh, NCAA eligibility, right? Um, that's I feel I feel like that's a different monster because now you're taking on the NCAA, and, and now we're having this kind of pivot shift of like institutions to individuals, right? Are we though? Are we like taking on think. like the NCAA? Wait, what was the question? Like, are we like taking like 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 I, I'm saying I'm seeing like people in the states like talking bad about the NCA. I understand it. Like, I'm not a big NCA fan, but it seems to me like it's a fly, like something like and, and they trying to took it like a bazooka. And I'm not sure like what did they trying to do? Like, because they only like like taking like 30 athletes. Like they they say they are going to be like the elite athletes, but like I'm not sure. It seems to me like it's a like a like a lavar ball like situation right now like it doesn't no. seem to me like 
Dom, I would say this. I would say this, right? Um, you know, Rob brought this up earlier today when he and I were talking on the phone, but overtime has credibility. LeVar Ball didn't have any credibility, yeah. right? Overtime has credibility in that it's actually a media platform. It has credibility in the sense that there's a huge audience behind it. And it has credibility with the kids. And it has credibility with the kids' parents. And it has credibility with the kids' coaches. LeVar didn't have that credibility. So there's a level of like, this feels more legit. I don't know how I feel about it taking down the NCAA. I won't comment on that so much because it's such a monster. But I think fundamentally, we're all saying the same thing in different ways, whether it's the Olympics or the NCAA. Players and athletes should be compensated. Point blank, right? Like the NCAA doesn't pay taxes because it's a non-profit. The Olympics don't pay taxes. So where's all the money going? It's not going to the athletes. And that, I think we all agree, is not what we stand for, right? As people, uh, whether it's a capitalist society, whether it's people that actually like care about the athletes, you know, I know Rob is very close to a lot of athletes. I am too. We obviously all love sport. So these things matter. But I think we're all saying the same thing. In regards to the overtime model, I'm glad they're doing it. Whether or not it takes down the NCAA, I mean, I don't know if you ever take down anything that's that big, right? Like, I mean, if we're being really 1,000, we're being really 1,000 with each other in the background, I'm, I'm watching Virginia play Louisville right now. Like, yeah, like you, you, you know, you're never, never going to replace them. It, but it right. gives it gives the athlete an alternate path to the ultimate goal. Like these right. guys are playing basketball for what? To make it to the NBA and play professional. To make basketball. money. To make money. And, and let make let money, me ask right? you this, Rob. Let me ask you this, like, because you talk about credibility, and I'm all for it. Like, overtime, blah blah. All right, cool. So you got I'm Zion Williamson. Okay, let's take the ultimate one from overtime. I have I'm Zion Williamson. I have. Coach K coming up in my in my living room, and after that I got Roy Williams, and after Calipari from 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 Kentucky, and then I got Weiner from overtime. Why should I care about overtime? Simply because who's gonna take me to my ultimate goal the quickest? That's I also th- I also think I you mean, know like it's, it's it's like Coach K. Yeah, but but keep in mind, like some of these coaches, and 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 I've seen it on my own eyes. You know, my my, my brother was ranked number three at, at his high school class. It was in two thousand three. It was LeBron James, Luau Dang, and Charlie Villanueva. These coaches and these institutes also have their own agenda, and they also have their own incentives on why they would want to keep the player to do two years instead of one or do three years. Um, obviously, those that one and done is some some players like a like a Zion. It's pretty obvious he's a one and done. Yeah. But for for those that might be in middle ground, like they might want to keep them another year because they want more development. That might not be the agenda that might fit the certain lifestyle or the certain objectives that that particular seventeen year old may have at the current time. Everyone has different agendas. Everyone has different goals. So if you tell me the overtime elite is going to get me there quicker and better, and, and keep in mind, though, like, you know, people are neglecting the fact that overtime is also offering a year-round development program that's combining coaching, sports science, performance technology, and an academic, an academic program. So it's not just like basketball, here you go. That's, a, that's also an educational element to this. You yeah, think, I also you think, think like, yeah, you, you Rob, I, to, sorry, sorry, Don, but like to, yeah. to like piggyback off of Rob, I think the main point is like, 
it's another option. It's an, like mm-hmm. you asked, why would Zion not pick Duke? Because Coach K's in his living room. He might pick Duke, but it's another option. It's the same as the G yeah. League, right? Like the G League, the G League Ignite team took a bunch of high yeah. school kids on because it's an option for them, right? Like they're getting paid. So they're getting paid above board, right? Like a lot of these guys get the under under the table cash money. So that's fine. But now they're getting paid above board. And to Rob's point, it's a development program. Like it's an option. I think my, my prediction is that overtime's not going to get the top 30 kids uh, when, they, when they launch this league. My prediction is maybe they get 10 out of the top Okay. Right. Okay. But so but, let me tell. But it's an option. That's the point. But let, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this, Dan. Dan. Okay. Because I think you own some onto something. If they don't get the top athletes, the thirty best athletes, this will not be great for the. No, athletes. that's not okay. true neither. That's not yeah. true either. Again, I go back. I go back. Overtime has built this powerhouse, and when they launch. Overtime Elite, this new tournament, this new league, it was based on popular demand. It was based on, it wasn't like, hey, you know, they're just scratching their head and just figure out yeah. something because the pandemic hit or whatever the case may be. It's, it's, it was based on popular demand. They did this They did this before. There was a tournament in Brooklyn. It was a one-day thing. It's a little different, obviously, than the entire league all season yeah. long. But I, I went to it. And the, the, the passion, the drive, the emotional um, connection to the sport of the game at that level and this new generation, like it was, it's a win-win all around. So like right. it's, it, it, it's, it was really introduced to our world because of the popularity and the demand that was there. So if, even if they get one or two or none, it's still going to be a thing. Okay. Uh, let, let's, let's, okay. I, I, I hear what you're saying. Okay. I'm not saying it's not going to be a thing. Okay. It's going to be great for highlights in Instagram, okay? I'm talking about the athletes, okay? Like just, I'm talking about the athlete. If I'm a, a top athlete, okay? Let, let's say I'm not, forget about LeBron and Kobe and Zion, okay? Those type, okay? And let's go like just under it, okay? If I'm not getting like, I'm not in the top, okay? And I'm not getting like the, uh, I'm not like a, 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 a sure like shot to the NBA, Okay, and then I'm going to this league or this team with like has like not really like the great caliber of athletes. What is this year done doing to me as my draft like stock? Actually, am I going like after this year? Am I turning pro? Because if the caliber of of uh, of the players I'm playing against is not great, I might drop a bit. In a lot, actually. But, but, but Dom, Dom, you, you have to assume all 30 guys are going to be Division One athletes, right? Like, we can make that assumption pretty easily, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they're not, it's not a bunch of Division Three guys. It's a bunch oh. of Division One guys. So if you went to play at any college, you're playing against guys that are not NBA players as well. So you can make the argument there, too. Like, as, as, if, if I'm not going to have NBA talent playing against me, am I going to make it there? That's one. The other thing is this. I mean, there's several points to this. Like the second point is it's all about their developmental program. Are they going to invest in it or not? We don't know. It's too, I don't think it's worth our time to speculate whether they're going to do it or not. And then the third thing is if you're an NBA player, you're an NBA player. Like you could go play. I mean, that's, that's just a fact, right? Like whether you play division one or division two or play in this overtime league, if you can play in the NBA, you can play in the NBA. 
And you it may not be worth it. If you're if you're a kid that like needs to play four years of college basketball, yeah. this might not be worth it for you, right? That's like, what I mean. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll be, yeah. like you, I, I was talking to my wife like, about that. Like, how many, how many of like let's say next year, how many athletes really, really should go to overtime and play in that system? Like, it, it, is there really like 30 athletes in the states right now? Like next year. From but high God, school, we don't, know the, we don't know the details. Like, can you play in that league for four years before you have to declare for the NBA? Like, we don't like two. Is it two years? Did they did they say that? Yeah, um, it's pretty so much true. it has to be right. So it has to be guys that truly believe that in two years they're ready for this, right? It has to be those guys. Yeah. And it you, has you, to be guys that. I was just saying, you can also have the same argument when guys decide to bypass college and go to overseas. And, and right. it's still in a path to, for them to go to the NBA, but the competition is, is uh, you can question the competition depending on the league what, they go to. What country, yeah, what country, yeah, the country they yeah, go to. Yeah, for sure. Um, but they still, at the end of the day, it's like the ultimate goal is like, you're doing all this to make a path to the NBA. And yeah. when you want to get there quickest or, or, or when you're ready, like most high school guys right now probably think they can play in the NBA. You know, yeah, so, but like you know, you know, they, they put that like ten years ago that like they wanted to stop the 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 guys from high school to come to NBA because it 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 didn't kind of work for like most of them though. Right, that 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 happened to Charlie when Charlie was in 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 two thousand three when he was a top high school prospect. He had all these D one schools, uh, you know, knocking down his door. He uh, entered his name in the NBA draft, okay. and um and he went through the process. Got an idea. He never signed with an agent, um, just because he wanted to make sure, like my backup plan. If this doesn't work out, I can always go back to school. Um, but it, it didn't pan out for him because he was being projected as a first round, as a late first round pick. Um, and he was like, you know what? I think I, I have a chance to be better than a late first round pick. And he went to school for two years at UConn, won a championship, and came back and became a lottery pick. He got picked seventh by the Toronto Raptors. So like. Every, every decision you make in life is always going to have some factors to consider. You, you just have to, like Burton said earlier, like as long as this is another option and, and, and it's an emerging trend that's happening, right? But it's as long as you have another option, you can make a better decision based on what you have at your table. Yeah, and Dom, I think yeah. not only is it an option, what it does is it puts pressure on the NCAA. It puts pressure yeah. on them to start doing, you know, again, I'll have a very, very hard opinion about this because I think guys should get paid. Like, It puts pressure on the NCAA to do the right thing. You know, I tell Rob and I tell Charlie all the time, if I was around when Charlie was in high school, I would have took every fucking duffel bag from every agent and every coach <laughs> because he deserves that money. I mean, let's be 1,000. He, like every athlete that is bringing money and attention to the school and for them to not be compensated to me is a joke. It's a joke, I think right? Like my, my take on that is that I think athletes should be compensated once they finish their career. So one year, two year, three year after that, we give you back money because you you help the program. That's one of the things I think they should they should get they should get some money. The one thing about like the, the thing that you guys talk about the, the Europe and overseas and we saw Lamello going to uh, Australia and stuff like that. I think we the Americans don't see quite how good those leagues are. And actually, Lamelo going to Australia playing against grown men—it's much different than Lamelo playing in the overtime against other high schoolers trying to do highlights. And you see now, like him coming back to the NBA, he's more prepared. Luka Doncic, 
He was playing EuroLeague. That's huge. And I think that that's way better than overtime league. I mean, Luca, ever Luca, Luca's a special case. He started at the age of 14 playing professional but basketball. Dub, yeah, dub, but dub, that, that's the point, dub, though. Like, no, he he right. played against dub, like, real right. players. Yeah. Dub, dub, you're right. Those are pros. Those are adults. Brandon Jennings told me straight up when he went to Italy, you know, Brandon was a skinny 18-year-old kid. And what he told me when he was in Italy was like, dude, dude's 32, but he's hand-checking the fuck out of me and, like, bodying me and all that stuff. And it got him ready for, like, I got to get stronger, I got to get bigger. And you're right. There's, there's, a, there's a physical preparation and a professional preparation when you play in those pro leagues. But, again, the same thing remains. It's another option. It's another opportunity, yeah. right? Like, and I think again, because they are not compensating these kids, I would love for them to have more opportunity. You're not wrong, Dom. Like, some of those leagues are really good. Like, but, really and, good. And and keep in mind, this is a basketball league for 16 or 18 year olds. Right. You can still play a year or two here and go overseas if that's what you want to do, and then make it to the NBA if you feel yeah. like like if you're an NBA player, you're an NBA player. You could develop your skills. And, and your uh, physical strength I, and all that. I'm stuff. just, yeah, for sure. I'm just. It's, it's risky. I, it's risky. Don't get me wrong. It's yeah. risky. But I'm just worried about the, the. I'm just worried about those cat the guys that like don't have the, the right like people around them and say, hey, I'm gonna go like make that that kind of quick buck in the overtime. Yeah. Then can go to college and those guys at 18 they think they're gonna turn pro, go to the draft, don't get draft. Go to the G League. Don't get draft. Then try to but, go to Europe. You're not going right. to go to like you like. You, but how, but that's, that's going to happen. That's going to happen everywhere. Yeah. Like, but, and, and how about? Yeah, yeah I know. You know, I know. Burden, but, 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 but like one but thing about, about just. But yeah, how about right. if they say, if an athlete decides not to pursue basketball professionally, over time will cover tuition up to hundred thousand dollars. Does that yeah, make you more like? Yeah, but my my career. Let's say I'm talking about. My, let's say my career and other people's career okay as a basketball player sometime when you're 18 you're you're just not good enough okay and you need those three years after that like of college and four years and after that you become a star and then but those guys at, at 18 if they it's basically from 16 to 18 i'm the I'm overtime league okay and if i don't make it at 18 the jump to the pro and nba europe Seriously, it's pretty much the same. It, like, you're not going to get, get to FC Barcelona at 18 if you're not good. Okay, great. Okay? Yeah. So, basically, at 18, you have to be a big-time pro or you're going to be a scrum. Like, in the like you're not going to be able to develop as a basketball player from 18 to 22 in a good program. So, that's what I'm, I'm scared of for those kids because I think most of them, actually, will benefit – at least two or three years of college to be good. And now they're not going to be good enough for the NBA and they're not going to be good enough for Europe. So that's yeah, what I'm you, and, and not, not just that, you make a good point. You also like, you know, if you play four years, if you play two or three years at Illinois and don't make the, the NCAA, you might still get a European job just based on the rep, right? Like I was a three-year yeah. starter at Illinois. I get it. You're, you're making a good point. Like they don't, Overtime has the credibility with the kids, but they don't have the credibility with the professional leagues right, or the right. teams. Or anything. Not yeah. yet. No, no, for sure, for sure, you make a, you make a good point. But it, it again, it still stands that I'm happy that there's another option. I'm happy that kids are going to get an opportunity to get paid. Hopefully, overtime does the right thing and has a real program so kids can get better and stronger and all, all that stuff. Um, 
But you're right. Like, there's going to be plenty of cases, plenty of cases where the kid makes the wrong decision, joins overtime, and then he's fucked three years. And, from and honestly, that will happen. You know, I honestly think this is this is deeper, and I don't want to dive in too much in the politics, but we're now living in an era where everything that's been happening with Black Lives with the Black Lives Matters movement, like we're living in the era of the empowered college athlete. The empowered college athlete has arrived, and. Um, Coaches, team, school, like they need to get on board. Like this, this, this advocacy around name, image, and, and likeness rights. Like that, this plays a huge role in all this because there. Um, and and even even to get even to deeper, like the fact that um, some of these guys have the opportunity to also gain equity. Um, there's uh, opportunities to sign direct sponsorship with sneaker companies. Um, there's yeah, the yeah. Full, full. That's a good point, Rob. Of. Um, uh, I, I forget. There's something that has to do with NFTs too, which is pretty interesting that I found. Um, all these, all these benefits um, and and having point, that, that those guarantee salary, it, yeah, it changes still... things, you know. And, and to me, that it's more of an empowerment. Um, it may not apply to all athletes, to all college right. students, but you have a choice now, and, yeah. and you can make that decision based. You know, and you know, there's what, a what kid. Is. Yeah, there's a kid. I mean, I'm I'm sorry, I don't have the all the details there was a kid who like had this great social following he's like five foot eight and he's a hell of a dribbler and player but he's not good enough to play in the nba or big enough to play in the nba that's a kid that can make six figures both with his salary and with off-court endorsement deals by joining overtime right like again it's, it's the opportunity like giving athletes and kids an opportunity matters Right. And so that's what the NCA is not doing for these kids. So yeah. that's why I support it. You're dumb. You're not wrong. There's going to be plenty of cases where the kid makes the wrong decision. He would have been better off playing at a college program, better off in structure, better off with really, really great co- coaches and support yeah. staff. And yeah, for sure. I, I'm not disagreeing with you that that's not going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. But Again, giving kids an opportunity, putting pressure on the NCA to finally do the right thing, those things matter. And I think this is... I don't know the stats of this, but I'm curious what the... uh, How many McDonald's All-Americans never made it to the NBA? What what percentage would you say? I bet you it's like 20, 20%, something like that. Like a lot of them do make it. A lot of the kids make it, I think it's higher than that. I think it's higher than that. Yeah, I think it's higher than that too. Um, I mean, I, I, I remember like, like um, what's 50. his name from, from Villanova? He was a man child. Uh, oh, Jason Frazier. Remember yeah. him? Yeah, like, yeah, he, Long he Island. He's beast. from Long Island. He was, yeah, yeah, he was New York product. I mean, like, he was a beast. He was, he was a guy. He, like, he, he had bad knees. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and injuries are something that, like, we're not even putting into all this. Like, anything can happen when you're yeah. playing in that, college, in that college stage, right? So right. it's like to be able to have an opportunity where, like, all right, I can bank off this right now. And maybe I need it right now. And maybe there's, there's, um, it's, it's. I don't know. It's, it's just. I just think like, if you're giving the athlete the choice to make money right now or make money later, and you know, have a security blanket, it's, it's key, and it can be life changing to a lot of these guys. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just going up or nothing. I, I hear what you're saying, like, but the athlete, those athletes are like 16, 17. Uh, for me, like, it's it's just not like, I, I just feel like so, it's So, so a, your, your thing is more about go to college because you're going to develop best in college, right? 
Uh, uh, yes, uh, uh, Europe, Europe could be fine too. Like if I if I had to choose, like let's say I'm a um, I'm a like in between like in finishing high school right now, I would probably try to go Europe, like just like Lamelo the the Australia. I think that's a that's a great situation because you're getting you're getting the kind of a great coaching. You're going to play against great players and you're going to develop too. So I think that's a great situation right so now. So does, does does academic play a role into this? Like does the college education matter? And then uh, for me, for me, yeah. not for the top athletes, not that much, but like it, it, it does matter at all to be around a good coach though. Like I, I think being around Coach K mattered for me, like big time. If if my kid was right there and we had Coach K say, hey, wh why don't you come, come and play one year for us before NBA? I would say, let, let, let's go with Coach K. He has something like, so for me, coaching you know, you is know, really we, important. Well, would it, it would actually be a crazy game changer when you have a Coach K type of caliber, like a Jim Calhoun, all of a sudden yeah. he's coaching now and over time. Okay. You know, but here's the, you know, here, I, I yeah. don't, guys, I have a different opinion about these um, Hall of Fame coaches. But my opinion is that that doesn't mean that they're great X's and O coaches. That doesn't mean that they're great player development coaches. What it means is that they're great CEOs. And they know how to manage And, and they're great recruiters. They're great recruiters and they and they're great CEOs. They run a program, right? Like the, the reality is like oftentimes, and I'd love Charlie's opinion on this at some point or any NBA player's opinion about this. Like who helps you the most? It's usually the player development guy that's working on moves with you, not like some coach that is managing an entire team, right? So yeah. like yeah, they're they're great motivators. They know how to give the great pregame speeches, the in-huddle yeah. speeches. They're they're great CEOs. Like they run an entire it's, it's a company. Duke basketball yeah. is a Fortune one hundred company. So yeah, I think coach. I, th I think I think guys like coach coach K can actually like we could we could talk to athletes actually Duke's athletes, but I think a guy from like coach K like and some of the guys that play in uh, USA basketball could attest to that. They have something a, li a little bit more than they that. do. That's and, my, that's and my a lot of, a lot of a lot of guys tell me that Coach K and guys like Coach K teach them how to be a man yeah. more than anything That's else, what I mean. Right? Yeah. That, but, I mean, that's, yeah. so for, that's, all, that's, that's what I mean. That's like, like, that, like human, that. that's human development. That's not necessarily that's, basketball development, right? And it's important. I'm not, I'm not arguing it? that it's not important. <laughs> I, I definitely, it's definitely important. What I, but what I'm saying is to discount another coach because he's not Coach K, that to, that's not how I view it. Like, of course, overtime should get the best coaches in the world that they can. Will they? Who knows, right? Like, yeah. but the reality is some of the best coaches in the world are legitimately high school coaches. Like, I know that's like a hard yeah. thing to like wrap your mind around. No, that's true. Public that's true. high school coaches, right? Like, but they're mm -hmm. great coaches. So, you know, it, it's not as simple as John Calipari is the fifth best coach in the world because his team is ranked fifth in the country. Like, I don't believe that at all, to be honest with you. So um, I think if they get the right coaches, again, too too hard for the three of us to speculate on a Saturday afternoon what overtime <laughs> is going to do, right? Like, it just is. Yeah. But, I but just, again, I still support I, it because I want yeah, kids yeah, to get paid. I, I, I support it, too. I like where this is going. Uh, now I'm trying to find the, the tweet that I, I sent to you. I think, uh, oh, here it goes. There is a fundamental importance in taking a position in a favor in favor of individual freedom and then i i talked i mentioned earlier the power of choice the power yeah. of being having this option there's empowerment to that and to be able to choose your own course of action come on 
Like, who who, who wrote that? Who wrote that? Who wrote that? That's that's Rob. That's Rob. I, I, I was I, that's Rob stuff. He, he he put me on a tweet, and I was like, like, wait, hold on, you're against yeah. this? How are you against this, bro? This because is, this is... Uh, Rob, because I'm Canadian. Okay, I, I don't view <laughs> that, that. That's the true look. I, I just don't view sports the same way. Like I, I was not raised that way. Okay, so I went to college. Like I was like a physical therapist, like like major. Like there was like real study for me. Like college was like real time, like like college. So and I was doing both. My wife did the same thing. She's like in med school, doing the same thing as like you, you saw like Laurent Duvernay Tardy in Kansas City, the guy like that that went like the med doctor like in Kansas City uh, with the chief. That that that's our that's our lifestyle over here. Like we do like like lawyers. Like I have friends that that, that did like lawyers like while doing like basketball or football that's what we do over here so for me like it's so like we don't go like in sociology and stuff like that like that's not that's not how we build like when we go we're real student athlete like big time so that's one one of the things though and i'm just i'm just so worried i'm not worried about zion williamson like, i know those guys are going to be like awesome i'm worried about that guy that's going to be like 15 to 30. i think those guys are at the wrong place and that's that's just my feel. But we'll, like you said, like Verdon, we'll we'll see. I'm just yeah, like yeah, yeah. there's there's something about like for me there's something about like a media company like trying to trying to capitalize that that yeah. Oh, and they are. Let's be 100. Yeah, they, yeah, they're course. doing this for money. Let's be 100. Yeah, this is right? business, but it's all business. The same reason that NCAA is doing. You think? Yeah. I, I mean, as much. I'm not knocking this, the, like the college life and the student athlete, like. Uh, more power to them. Like I, I wasn't a student athlete. I was an athlete, not a student. But uh, but like <laughs> I, I got my education elsewhere. I got my education online. I got my education by reading books. Um, you know, I was self-taught. Everything that I know today was self-taught um, and learned by my own experiences. So like it all depends the path that you're really trying to get out of life. Um, if basketball is where you want to get to, and this is like your ultimate goal, and this is my path to to succeed in life and the NBA is there like, and overtime creates an opportunity where you can get there in one year or two years and you're, you're protected and why not? Like, you, and you, you got a little you, money in your pocket. You got, yeah, like, and you, you got, got explore some money that, yeah. in your pocket. Yeah, I'm, one, with, I'm with that too. One last like, thing though, one last worry, thing. You don't, have to worry about it. you don't have to worry about report cards and class. <laughs> one last thing I want to ask you guys about that. And after that, we're going to finish, I, I think my Zoom, has, uh, because we're in Zoom. Because oh, sure, we got like right four now. minutes. I just got the time. Yeah, because of Burton, because of Burton. And we actually got <laughs> <have> a <laughs> time, So, uh, <laughs> what's so, uh, like, what do you, how do you feel you guys about like those high schoolers that, that like overtime saying right now in the New York Times article that they're going to give you a hundred, like a hundred thousand K. Okay. But you're probably going to have to move your family to one or the other city. How do you guys feel about that? Like there, there's two cities that you have to move your whole family to like, so you can actually participate in that. So that one hundred so that you have that. to bring your parents, you have to bring your parents with you because you're underage. Is that why? Yeah, kind of. So how do you feel about that hundred K now? <laughs> I don't know all the details to be quite honest. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't want to speak on something that I don't know yeah. all the details on. I mean, hundred K is obviously not enough to move your whole family and expect them to get a job where yeah. they're at. Like that's, that's kind of crazy. Um, so okay. it's, it's, it's hard for me to speak on that just because I don't know all the details, but the way they, they made it seem like it was a minimum of a hundred K salary. So if it's a minimum hundred K and there's somebody that's value at 350, 
that might, you know, might, you might be talking now. You can take care of a family with 350. Yeah, it's also okay. like, I, to Rob's point, I don't want to comment too much. Yeah, yeah, else, right? Like, if it's not a mandate, you know, like when you go to IMG Academy, you don't have to be yeah. a family, right? Like, I would think it's something similar to that, but like, let's see how that plays out. And, yeah. um, you know, so, in some cases, 100K might be more than the family's making. And in some cases, you, you know, to Rob's point, it's not enough sometimes. So, again, yeah, they'll, I, just, uh, I, I think. Yeah. Options. I think IMG, IMG is a great point, though. Like, if if they try, it's just I don't see the like when I saw the article, I didn't see IMG. Like, and you're the second one who tell me about IMG. I just didn't see the IMG like model, like 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 taking care of the athlete on a campus. Right, right. So I, I didn't see that though. Like, I, I saw yeah. like a media a media yeah. company doing highlights and cool stuff with the kids and giving them like equity stake and stuff like that. I see that like, the cool oh, perks. Yeah. I didn't oh, see the, the also, IMG keep, stuff. Though. Keep in mind, like the city hasn't been announced. So supposedly the, the league will feature up to 30 players and they're all living, learning, training, and playing in a single city. But the city hasn't been announced. You tell one of these kids you're going to Miami or New York or LA, the whole family's gonna figure out a way to get there too, depending on what the situation is, because it yeah. might be a better city than when they're living at. So a lot of moving parts here. I think, I, yeah, I think a lot of the details. There's, I mean, my my understanding through some industry folks is that they're still trying to figure out the details. Yeah. Like, Obviously. it isn't it isn't all ironed out yet. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think I think the the money and the city and the mandates, whether you got to bring your family or not, all of those things will factor into which kids will do it and which won't. Um, but again, freedom. Yeah, we got we, we got we got to wrap it up, guys. Let's wrap but, it up before Zoom hey, actually wrap it up. Over time nice. is re redefining the game, man, and I love the direction that is happening. So keep it up, guys, or the whole squad over there. Um, shout out my man Larry in the building, Dominican. Um, but I love what they're doing, and uh, keep it up, man. Um, let's right, start. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Bruno. Right, hey, yeah, really yeah, nice. This, man. Was, this nice was fun, you. man. This was fun. Sorry, I fucked up the technology. This was really, <laughs> this was really fun, man.